Oregon Employment First, supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. Learn more at iWorkWeSucceed.org. Hi, and welcome to the Oregon Employment First podcast. I'm Angela Yeager with Employment First. This week, we are talking about the role of a vocational rehabilitation counselor in the developmental disability system. Joining me today is Mark Foster, a vocational rehabilitation counselor specializing in working with people with intellectual and developmental disability. Mark works in the Central Portland VR office. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you for having me. So, Mark, I think first question, what does a VR IDD counselor, which is what we call them for short here uh, in acronym land, uh, what does a VR IDD counselor do? Well, um, we are, first and foremost, we are a vocation rehabilitation counselor. Um, we do have you no know, training that uh, through you know, master's level training um, to uh, focus on helping you know, individuals with disabilities uh, obtain and maintain employment. Um, we want to make sure that the services that we provide address the disability-related barriers to employment. And um, for, for an IDD counselor, yes, there is that kind of, uh, uh, we're actually kind of a new name for our group is uh, IDD Liaisons. Um, oh, and, is that new? Yeah, that's okay, new that, Liaisons, yeah. okay. So we're kind of a charter thing that we started um, because really I think as a role of the IDD counselor, we focus on helping to uh, consult and uh, be kind of the subject matter experts, you know, when it comes to working with folks with intellectual and developmental disabilities, uh, how to work. You know, uh, okay. with, you know, with the system and, yeah. So if other VR counselors, vocational rehabilitation counselors, um, maybe who don't have that specialty area, but they have clients on their mm-hmm. caseload who have an intellectual or developmental disability, they could consult with you if there's certain, you know, issues they need to be working yes. out or questions they might yep. have. We're always available to be able to do that. That's mm-hmm. great. So does this require any specific knowledge or training on your part? Well, I think it really requires uh, the the eagerness to learn and and to uh, you know understand about you know the policies related to intellectual development and disabilities. And really, when I first started in this role, I didn't have as much of the the, the understanding of you know uh, what it would like to work with in, uh, folks with intellectual development disabilities. I fell fell into this and actually. Uh, really enjoyed, you know, doing this work just because there's uh, the, the element of uh, the advocating, you know, for other people. Mm-hmm. I think that was uh, kind of a newfound passion was, you know, being able to help, you know, those that, you know, were at a disadvantage, be able to, you know, help kind of level the playing field, mm-hmm. you know, if you will, to compete with uh, others that don't have disabilities. So you felt the advocacy part of it was much stronger with, uh, with people with intellectual and yeah. developmental disabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So um, do you know a little bit about the history of why VR, vocational rehabilitation counselors specializing in intellectual and developmental disabilities, was created? Yeah, that definitely came out of the, the executive order with the, um, the, the state of Oregon and uh, with the, uh, the settlement agreement. And, um, you know, and, and really rightfully so. I mean, that, that called the attention to um, the, the need to be able to, for, for counselors and for VR, to really focus on helping uh, individuals with intellectual development disabilities to gain competitive integrated employment and not be in, in sheltered. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed at some of the uh, the folks that were in sheltered employment, they really should have been in competitive integrated employment long ago, you know? Right. Yeah. So you've met quite a few people then that really just seem very capable and able oh, yes. to work. Yes. 
So speaking of that, you know, can you give us an example of a person um, with intellectual developmental disabilities with significant support needs who you helped to find successful employment? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there was uh, one um, client that I was able to uh, get a job that um, really could only work a couple of hours a week um, and uh, some, uh, someone who had um, you know, cerebral palsy and, um, you know, really limited uh, ability to, um, the, the, couldn't move. I mean, we had to use their, you know, wheelchair and, and um, they, um, and they had a you know, speech communication device that they could use. Um, and I was able to work with your job developer to, to find a, you know, customized position, um, you know, and actually it was just kind of a, and it was somebody had, we had been working with, you know, for a number of years. And um, so sometimes there's uh, uh, time and patience and, and luck um, and uh, perseverance. Uh -huh. you know, really. Perseverance, yeah. Perseverance, yeah. I think, yeah. is a huge, huge thing here. And, um, you know, I'm really being open and, and creative. And I was able to work with this, you know, the job developer. And we uh, were able to find him a job um, actually with uh, uh, shredding documents, you know, for a lawyer firm because they really needed you know, some assistance in being able to do that. And we also were able to provide you know, assistive technology uh, for this you know, client to be able to do that. And the employer was so open you know, to being able to you know, have this person. And, that's great. Um, so he works at a law firm then? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. Yeah. And was it a good job fit then? Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, and it was just uh, and just with the right you know, accommodations mm -hmm. and, um, and really I think the um, you know, having an employer who's open um, and who wants, you know, to, to help, you know, I think that is right. really important. So, And that's something a lot of people don't realize that vocational rehabilitation does in terms mm -hmm. of providing accommodations. Mm -hmm. I know that I've talked to counselors who have helped with everything from, you know, higher tech options like you mentioned, you know, a speech communication device if mm -hmm. it's needed for work to some lower tech options if, if needed. So mm -hmm. um, that and that's something that that VR can help with. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. That's great. Do you or someone in your family experience an intellectual or developmental disability and want to learn more about Oregon's employment services for people with disabilities? Tune in to the Oregon Employment First podcast on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Hear about employment success stories and learn from experts and people working in the field about what is happening in Oregon to support people with developmental disabilities to work in community jobs. Mark, tell me what you like most about your role as a VR, uh, or I should say as a IDD liaison. Is that the correct terminology? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the term hasn't quite caught on to everyone, but I think that liaison is really, I think, a, a really you know, key term here because it's uh, uh, I've always been somebody that you know really likes to be able to connect people with resources, and so and my you know my favorite part of my job is being able to really make a difference, you know, in, in someone's life, you know, to be able to have someone come into my office and, you know, who's, who's needing help, you know, and then they're, they're not able to get that help, you know, yeah. elsewhere. And so, you know, really for me, I, I find a joy in being able to, to be that person that can connect them, you know, to the world um, and, and being creative and thinking outside the box and, um, and just being patient and, and, uh, and really people just want to be able to contribute, you know, to the world. And, uh, sometimes we just have to, we just have to be creative and be patient and persevere and, um, yeah. 
Yeah, and so that you find that part very fulfilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you get those wins, even if it takes a couple of years, yes. right? Yeah. It's very yeah. rewarding. Yeah. So what is the hardest part of your job? The hardest part of my job is that there's a lot of need you know, out there. I think there's you know, people that you know really do need help. And sometimes I think you know having a higher caseload sometimes is hard to kind of manage. You know some of that. Um, and so, but I you know I do have to remind people that you know I'm doing the best I can. You know, um, and you know, and uh, you know we, we have to work together. And um, you know I I can't do everything. You know, and so it does take your help too. You know, because right. we're partners in that. Right. Know. And that's really important. The team, the team aspect or the, the person, the, you know, if they have ideas or things they can bring to the table to help you help yes. them, basically. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's really helpful. And really is a team effort. Really. And um, and uh, for, for every client I work with, I might have, you know, three to five people, you know, that's also part of their team. And so um now, the client is the expert, but, you know, there are also people that support them, that know them, too. And so I want to get as much information as I can, you know, to be able to best support this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that makes your job easier yes. if they have information, anything from, oh, this is the kind of work they might be good at or might like to do. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, here's this business in our community that we've been going to just as a customer for 20 years. Or you never know what's going to be useful, right? Yeah, that's correct. So what would you like uh, people out there listening, whether that's, you know, individuals with disabilities, family members, service coordinators and personal agents, to know about the best way to have success connecting with vocational rehabilitation? Really, I think if you're thinking about, particularly somebody who's thinking about work, you know, really thinking about, you know, utilizing their services, first and foremost, I think with, you know, if you have a services coordinator or a a personal agent, Mm -hmm. you know, think about, you know, some of the services that they offer. Uh, You know, if you're not sure about what kind of work you would like to do, you know, think about if you qualify for services, think about discovery. Think about, you know, some uh, other services like uh, if you want to consider maybe small group employment or, uh, you know, employment path. Uh, There are some definitely services that, you know, they can utilize. So, um, Mark, can you share your proudest accomplishment in your role as a as a VRIDD counselor? I think my one of my proudest accomplishments was uh, working with a client with intellectual developmental disability who had a you know, history of mental health, and you know, was part of the you know, Oregon State Hospital, and um, it was somebody who uh, really had uh, the odds stacked against them, you know, and really for me it was just. Going out and and working with you know the the agency they were working with and really helping them to um, you know get out into the community and um, so maybe on paper it might you know look like there's a lot of you know there's a lot of challenges and mm-hmm. but when you meet with the person and and you're really kind of thinking about you know having a person centered approach um, you really get to uh, you know, unveil a lot of, you know, great qualities and, and uh, you know, capabilities. And so that, that part for me is really important to be able to bring that out. And so, and also make connections, knock down those, you know, silos and, mm-hmm. and work together out there in the community. And uh, so my greatest uh, accomplishment was being able to help this person be able to get work. Right. And you said and you said before we started taping, but you said he found you got him a job in kind of an ideal setting. Yes. In that mm-hmm. case, it was, you know, something related to something he really loved doing yes. and mm-hmm. being around. So mm-hmm. that seems like that's the ultimate 
ideal, right? Yeah. So, and, yeah. and I love what you said about making it person-centered because I think it can be hard when you have such high caseloads, like mm -hmm. you mentioned, mm -hmm. to just not kind of think, you know, kind of get on autopilot a little bit and, you know, and still kind of think, okay, this is a human being with their own interests and their own life. And I still have to try to get to know them. And that, that can be hard to juggle with, you know, the kind of numbers that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. and we also have to be able to deal with, uh, we have to look at what the client's wanting and then also looking what the employer wants. And so, is finding that 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 match right you know and so that takes the team of, of and having good partnerships out in the community to make it possible right i mean i can say that you know i want to be a, a movie critic with variety magazine but if they're not hiring right so <laughs> right. you know or there's no demand for that then i have to look at something else maybe yeah just look at what you uh look at the skills that you already have and and think and think about how that might translate or transfer to um even maybe some somewhere in that same industry or like that industry um I always say people can dream you know I think that's that's really great, sure. but let's help you get on that path right to the dream the Oregon Employment First podcast explores topics centered on employment for Oregonians with intellectual and developmental disabilities field staff, providers, Oregon employers, people with disabilities and their families may be interested in topics ranging from the history of Employment First in Oregon to how to have the employment conversation from a case management perspective. The Oregon Employment First podcast airs bi-monthly on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Tune in. So what do yeah. you do when you have a, a person that comes to you and says, I want to be a superhero or I want to be, you know, an astronaut and astronaut might be fine, but that requires a high level of education. There might be steps before you can do that. Yeah. But even though the question I will take a step further is, why do you want to be an astronaut? What is it about being an astronaut that appeals to you? Right. You know, because maybe there's some things that we can actually identify you know, oh, I just, I love exploring the stars. And, uh, well, okay, so let's talk about that a little bit more, you know. Mm -hmm. And you can really pull out, you know, some of the interests, the skills, the capabilities, and then be able to translate that, you know. Right. Um, and so instead of thinking, oh, well, you may not have necessarily have the education for it, you know, let's, let's talk about, you know, how we can, you know, um, make that possible right know, with, right you know, and yeah uh, yeah it may not be, be an astronaut but right exactly well i else. thought of the astronaut one because i have a, a, a nephew who said that's what he wants to do but then he told me he hates anything related to math and i said mm. eh, astronaut's going to be difficult if you don't yeah. like doing math so what and i said i did basically what you said just said i said what do you like what do you what what is appealing about being an astronaut to you he said oh i just like the idea of being you know of exploring and doing different things Perfect. i said oh well that might be more that's something to go with so I think it's really the same for anybody when you're talking about career exploration. Right, right. Yeah. Great. Well, Mark, is there anything else you want to add for the audience? Anything you want to add about any tips or tricks for folks connecting with vocational rehabilitation? No, I think that um, really, I, I think I, I, you know, anyone can work. You know, and um, I, I really kind of it's important to really to know that it's, it's a job to find a job, right? And so that means you know being open and exploring and um, really be curious and um, know that vocation rehabilitation we are a partner, you know, and you know we we want to help and we're, we we have we have passionate people that want to help. Great. And you're definitely one of them. So thank yeah. you for being on the show today, Mark. I really appreciate it. Again, this is the Oregon Employment First podcast. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next time.